Today, we'll go over five steps on how to reset and achieve your big family money goals before this year wraps up. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. It's the first full week of September. How are things going for you this year so far? Looking back at 2023, it's honestly been a year of ups and downs for us. I'll just take summer break as an example. We did two family trips around North Carolina, which we certainly needed, and it was so good to relax and spend time with our loved ones. Unfortunately, we also had to deal with my mom being in the hospital in the first part of July, so for a few weeks, our focus was on her. Thankfully, she's doing so much better now. My attention was on taking care of that and some other family things. So during the summer, I cut back on projects and some work I had originally planned for here on the site and the podcast. I feel a little bit weird saying this on this podcast in particular, but yeah, I wasn't as diligent as I usually am with the finances. Here's the thing, though. For the most part, we're still on track for our family's financial goals. How? Well, years ago, when we were taking our first steps on our financial journey, and we were paying down the debt and saving for emergencies and investing for future things like retirement. We developed habits in a financial system that made it easier for us to stay with our goals, even if we had a hiccup. Because I do believe that there are going to be times that you have to just give your attention to your family first, and you have to put maybe pause or on the back burner the more minute details of your finances. But if you have a financial system already set up, you could take care of both. You could be less stressed about the finances and you're better able to handle life's curveballs. So today I want to share some ways that you can reset things and make managing your money easier. And the good news, you still have 16 full weeks before this year is over. There's still plenty of time for you to make progress on your family and financial goals. Are you ready? Let's get started. Staying on top of your money doesn't have to be complicated. Whether you're someone who loves spreadsheets or you're more of a big picture person, I think we can all agree that simplifying our finances and streamlining them allow us to focus on the people and projects that matter most to us. Listen, it is really easy to dive into the weeds with finances. And if you love to nitpick on the little details, go for it. But if you're looking for big wins with your money, here are five things you need to focus on. The first is develop laser focus on your goals. I get it. We want to do it all. We want to have a lot of wins at the end of the year, but don't try to focus on spending your energy on so many things across the board. That's an easy way to get burned out. I've experienced it myself where I was trying to work on our expenses and cut back on multiple things. But a better approach would actually be 
focusing on one goal or one step at a time. I think that's one reason why systems like Dave Ramsey's Baby Steps can be so effective is that they tell you piece by piece, this is what you're working on, ignore the rest, and as you hit it, then you move down that list. It's not exactly for everyone and you don't have to be so hardcore, but it does have truth with the idea of prioritizing. For example, you might be tackling paying down debt. I have a whole episode on different methods of paying down debt, but what they have in common is that you give the minimum payments on them and then you focus on one at a time. It's that idea of your attention and energy is focused on one and then you continue moving down that list. So if you have multiple goals that you're working on, try to hone in on your top one or two that you'd like to finish before the year is up. Again, you have 16 weeks. You can make a lot of progress and time. The second takeaway is align your budget with your goals and priorities. If the idea of making a budget just gets you stressed out, then you have to switch some things up. A budget can be a fantastic help to not only take care of those essential things like paying down the bills and those financial goals that you're supposed to do, but actually balance that with having fun now. Many times I've seen families make the mistake that they try to create a perfect budget that's so strict. One, you can't even have any fun with things. And two, if there's any kind of change with kids, with work, anything can throw throw you off from that perfect plan. It just makes you want to quit. So while a perfect budget might look good on paper, it's really an exercise in frustration. You want to get a flexible budget that works for the real life. For most families, it does take a bit of time. But one of the best budgets I suggest just to start off with and you can adjust is the 50-30-20 budget. As you probably figured out, this budget breaks things down into three buckets. You have your essential expenses. Think like your rent or mortgage, food, utilities, and your necessary transportation. That's the 50%. The 20% are going towards your financial priorities. This could be like building that emergency fund, paying off debt, or investing for retirement. And then the last 30% are for wants. These are more your lifestyle choices. What do you enjoy as a family? Do you like to take vacations? Are you more of a tech person? Do you have a home project you want to tackle? That would go into this bucket of the budget. Every family is going to be different. But if you're just starting off with trying to build a sustainable budget, I think this is a good starting point. And then you can tweak those percentages based on your family's particular needs and goals. All right, the third step is once you finalize your budget, you know where you want your money to go, go ahead and automate that. This is gonna be two parts. You're gonna automate your budget through your bank or credit union's online bill pay, and then use an app or some other option to automatically keep tabs on this. This has been a game changer for us. It sounds simple, but we've had times where, especially when the kids were young and toddler and that baby stage, your mind is on taking care of them. 
It gave us a lot of peace of mind knowing that every paycheck, our money was being distributed towards those goals. We were taking care of the bills. We were saving or paying down debt, depending on where we were in our financial journey. And then we still had fun money for those family vacations. So that was important to us. There are so many different apps and options out there for keeping tabs on your finances. And I've done a few episodes about comparing the different apps, but I just want to mention here, I think there are three apps that will cover most people. Empower, Tiller, and Mint. If you have a lot of accounts between you, including investments, Empower can make it easy to sort them out. Now, Tiller, what I love about it is how completely customizable it is. You can base it on your unique financial circumstances and goals. It pulls the data from your bank into a customized spreadsheet. And they have an incredible community with a lot of different templates that you can use or you can bring your own. So for me, Tiller's big win is that it is a custom option. And then the last one is if you're looking for a more visual way to handle your finances and you want something that's very quick and easy, there's Mint as well. Don't get hung up on finding the perfect app. Find a tool that works for you that makes it easier for you to keep tabs on your finances. You can always reach out to me. I'd be happy to help you sort through what might be a good fit for you. All right, number four is another way to make sure that you're on top of your money, but also keep it in a relaxed, low-key setting is going on regular money dates. As parents, we have to make time for uh, the kids, but there also should be time for us, our goals. What are we trying to work towards? And if you've read my book, Jumpstart Your Marriage and Your Money, I talk about money dates so much. And the reason is they work. Pretty much every family that I've interviewed on this podcast or my other podcasts, Couple Money, have used some form of a money day. They might call it something else. Like, for example, Andy and Nicole from Marriage, Kids, and Money like to call it their budget parties. But the idea is the same. You're having a regular time where you're in a relaxed setting trying to get together to discuss not just the details of the finances, but your dreams. What are you working towards this year, next year, and down the line? And yes, it can be a night out at your favorite restaurants, or if you're more low-key and you want to be in the backyard relaxing by the fire pit, that fits too. Wherever and however you have your money date, you want to make sure that you're looking at the goals you created, that's your why, and then you review the numbers. By knowing your budget, your monthly cash flow, and your overall net worth, this gives you a great view of the progress you're making. If you're not sure how to start, or even how to have those conversations about finances, please pick up my book, Jumpstart Your Marriage and Your Money. I'll take you through step-by-step how to do a money date with conversation starters and icebreakers. And I also share a four-week plan to get the two of you on the same page with your finances. The final step, I think this gets skipped over a bit, and I get it. Finances, you don't always think of them as fun. But when you're tackling a huge goal, say you have a massive amount of debt to pay off or you're saving up for something huge, it can be intimidating, a bit boring, and honestly repetitive. 
I've found that money challenges are a fun way to break things up, keep you focused on your target, and allow you to try different techniques to see what's a good fit for you. If you have a weekly or monthly money challenge, it also gives something that you can do as a family or you're working together on a shared goal. We use them a lot, especially during the early part of our financial journey when we we're paying off our debts, and it made a huge difference. There you have it. Five ways that you can reset things with your finances and hit your family and financial goals before the year wraps up. This segment is brought to you by Travel Freely. I know we have some travel hacking families in our community who love using the rewards for family vacations. And there are many who want to join them. However, it can be tough to sort through all the offers. This is where Travel Freely can help. It simplifies your search and makes it easy to find the best offers and deals that fit your family and how they spend. So you are maximizing your rewards. If you want to learn more on how to travel hack your next epic family trip, please go to simplifyandenjoy.com slash travel freely. Before we wrap up, I want to focus on a few key takeaways I picked up from preparing this episode. The first is prioritize your big win for the year. A lot of times we have multiple goals that we're working towards and that can be fine. But a big part of being successful with reaching your goals is learning how to prioritize them. Rank your goals. What is the big win before this year wraps up that you want to have? Be laser focused with this. As you set up your system, make sure that you're tackling that. And then as you are achieving your goals, you can move down that list. The second is automate your financial system. I do believe that is incredibly helpful to develop good financial habits and habits in general that keep you on track. But the reality is also, as parents, when you have kids, sometimes your attention is rightfully refocused on them. You have to take care of something. Do yourself a big favor. Once you have created your list of the goals you want to have, you have a budget set up, automate that. Make sure the bill payments, transfers, knocking out that debt, those are all scheduled on your bill pay. It makes it incredibly easy. You'd only have to look at it maybe once a week or even once every paycheck just to make sure everything's going smoothly. But this is something that takes five minutes instead of looking at every single thing manually. And then a tool to manage your money and stay on top of that. Those are easy ways for you to stay on top of your finances and be notified if there are any hiccups or if you're making progress. It's always good to see those wins as well. That leads to the last takeaway, which is keep it fun. That's one of the reasons I've mentioned having a monthly or even weekly money challenge. It keeps things interesting and it gives you something to work towards for a specific amount of time to make it easier and get you over that hurdle that you might be having on achieving your goals. If one of the things you're trying to work on is getting started with your budget, please make sure you're signed up and a part of our community. Besides sharing resources for the episodes on the podcast, I also like to include extra tips and tools about making things more simple 
and easier with your money, home, and life. It's free. You can just sign up at simplifyandenjoy.com slash join. We'd love for you to be a part of the community. I hope this episode gives you some ideas on how you can have some huge wins with your family and financial goals. As always, I'll include links to the resources we've mentioned today, like the tools to track your money, an easy budget template that you can use and download, and much more over at simplifyandenjoy.com. Next week on the podcast, I want you to finish out this year on a high note. I'm going to be going over specific monthly money challenges that you guys can try out so that you can save and earn extra cash to put towards your goals. If you don't want to miss out on that episode, make sure you're subscribed. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, and more. Our theme song was by Staircases with additional music from various artists over at Audio. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you not only listening, but sending in your questions and ideas for the podcast and sharing your favorite episodes with your friends. Keep them coming. And if you haven't sent in your question already and you want to, check out the show notes. I have a link where you can send in your question and I will get that and prepare an episode. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.